It's Tuesday, November 24, 2015. This is the day we stop denying there is an issue. And this is the day we do our part. A carbon tax is coming for Alberta's dirty tar sands. The viciousness of a handful of killers does not stop the world from doing vital business. Obama says UN climate conference in Paris must go forward. Senate Republicans vow to monkey wrench international climate agreement. Plus, FDA approves first ever GMO salmon for human consumption. Mmm, you are what you eat. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment 2015 hottest year ever republicans claim thermometers just a theory (laughs) that's just about where we are this is your green news report okay desi doyan well we are going to be off for a few days for the holidays But it sounds like you are sending us away with some very, very good and very big news. Yes. Out of Alberta, Canada. Huge news. A major shift in environmental policy for Alberta, Canada, the home of the tar sands. It is a literally a game changer. It's a bold, bold step. If I were the owner of a coal company, I would prefer that this announcement hadn't been made. Alberta's new premier, Rachel Notley, on Sunday announced that Alberta will launch a carbon tax beginning in 2017 and will put a cap on carbon emissions from its tar sands oil industry. This is the day we start to mobilize capital and resources to create green jobs, green energy, green infrastructure, and a strong, environmentally responsible, sustainable, and visionary Alberta energy industry with a great future. This is the day we step up at long last to one of the world's biggest problems, the pollution that is causing climate change. Possibly even more important, Alberta has set a target to phase out coal entirely within 15 years and has also set a target to cut methane emissions from natural gas production in half within 10 years. The carbon tax revenue will be invested in clean energy technology and on rebates for consumers to offset any projected higher energy costs. What an amazing turn of events. Just less than a month ago, we were still talking about the Keystone XL pipeline. Would it be approved or not? And here we are in Alberta, the home of the tar sands. Not only is there no longer a plan at the moment for the Keystone XL pipeline, but they're talking about phasing out the tar sands themselves with a carbon tax. Just amazing turn of events. And it is intended to help Canada have a strong showing, as they call it, at the United Nations climate talks. Those begin in Paris on November 30th. That's when world leaders are going to meet for the final negotiations to create a comprehensive international agreement in which all countries will commit to cutting their greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous global warming. Massive planned public rallies and parades have now been banned in Paris due to security concerns in the wake of the Paris attacks. But the talks themselves must go on, President Obama said at a summit of Southeast Asian nations in Malaysia on Sunday. It is absolutely vital for every country, every leader to send a signal that the viciousness of a handful of killers does not stop the world from doing vital business. And that Paris, one of the most beautiful Uh, enticing cities in the world uh, is not going to be cowered uh, by uh, the 
violent, uh, demented actions of a few. We do not succumb to fear. Environmental groups are launching local marches and rallies around the world to help pressure world leaders to reach an ambitious agreement since they are not allowed now to march in Paris. But regardless of what results out of Paris, Republicans in Congress have already vowed to block any agreement in any way and every way that they can. Of course they have. U.S. negotiators are pushing for the international agreement to not be called a treaty and to make it voluntary to avoid triggering Senate review. Why don't they want to call it a treaty? Well, if it's not a treaty, there's no requirement for the Senate to advise and consent. Oh, tyranny. The Republican majority in the Senate has promised to block billions in planned funding for poor countries that would help them build clean energy resources and prepare for the coming impacts of climate change. But I thought they wanted to help the poor. I guess not. I guess they were just pretending. Finally, the Food and Drug Administration has approved the first ever genetically modified animal for human consumption. Mm. The controversial salmon contains genes from other fish species that will help it grow two times faster than wild salmon. Promoters say that will reduce the amount of feed needed and would help reduce pressure on our overfished oceans. Critics, however, warn that the GMO salmon could still escape into the wild and impact wild salmon populations. The FDA will not require labeling for that GMO salmon product. Frankenfish escaped into the wild. What could possibly go wrong? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. La mer Qu'on voit danser Le long des golfes clairs